Nakore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nakore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N O K O R E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode number 330. You a little, you hot right now. You Super know what I'm hot. Pause. There we go. We good. All right. Uh, DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you, episode 230 of the Drunk, I'm sorry, 330 of the Drunk mm-hmm. Mind Sober Thoughts podcast, the DMST yes, podcast. Sir. Uh, thank you to everybody tuning in right now on YouTube. Everybody tuning in throughout the week on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio app, iHeart, yes, no Wooshka. None at all, man. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in this week. Uh, no Ulysse this week. She's out doing a um, a comedy show mm-hmm. uh, at Hilarity. funny. Yeah, out at, at Hilarity's. Uh, no Playboy this week. Uh, Dev is here. What's going on? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Ready to go. Ready to get this thing started. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Just, just another week, another show. Yes, sir. All right, we'll hop right into it. So we probably won't do a super, super long show this week. Or it might go crazy long. You never know. Yeah, you, yeah, we never <laughs> no, know. Just, 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 I only say that because of, I think, the amount of things both of us have to say about the stuff that went on this week and, like, where it could possibly go. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Anyway, Bob, what's your week? Oh, uh, man, it was a very weird week. Um, You know what? Since, since, I mean, I think given, you know, this is, what, July 8th, 2023, we all kind of know some of the stuff that was going on this week. So, um, since I know we're gonna get into that ASAP, other other than you know, other just, than that heavy part, yeah, the heavy stuff. I don't know. It's, just, it's been a it's been a um, it's been a reflect a reflecting week. I re- reflected a lot this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess um, that's the way to put it. Yeah, shout out to you, Lisa. Had her birthday yesterday. It was nice pulling up, seeing some party. comedy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, that was that was that was that was about it. Let me let me let me uh zoom in on you a little bit, cause you a little um uh, that main cam a little far away from. Uh, I should have had it closer. <laughs> you can, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just zoom in on you a little bit. How was your week, man? Um, it was cool. It was cool. Um, I'm trying to think, nothing crazy would work. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about mm. here. Yeah, but nothing crazy would work. Or anything. I mean, the biggest thing we doing is uh. You know, still obviously doing stuff for the wedding and things like that. We mm-hmm. we uh, had a we did a tasting with the catering company on okay. uh, on Thursday, uh, which was pretty cool. The stuff we picked, that, you know, for our for our, our menu was was 
It all tasted pretty cool. <laughs> what, we, what, 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 what we eating, man? <laughs> I mean, we got it. I mean, obviously, we gonna have stuff there for the you know. Well, we won't be there doing mm-hmm. that part. The um, what is it? The oh, like the social hour kind yeah, of thing. yeah, the cocktail yeah. hour. Yo, yeah. I mean, we will be somewhere doing something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, obviously, we got the little hors d'oeuvres and things like that. Um, during that space, but I mean, it's just—I mean, we ain't doing nothing crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Just we, we got some. We'll just say we got some fish. We doing mm-hmm. fish and chicken, basically, because mm-hmm. uh, not everybody eats beef. And, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, trying to stay away from a lot of those things. So we 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 didn't do anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we went out there on on, on Thursday. Um, I went, my parents went, and then my brother and his wife went, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get some good feedback on, okay. on how everything was. So it was pretty cool. And then we did on on Wednesday. The person that's our officiant, we did a. Uh, uh, like a first type of session with them, like a little premarital type mm-hmm. of session with them or whatever. So we're going to do, you know, we have some sessions with her coming up too. Okay. Um, and then that was it. Other than Ulysses party last night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was, that was pretty much it. Okay. That's what's up, man. And um, we're trying to replay, we're still trying to find somebody. We pretty much got everybody we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you we were trying to do all black and we, I mean, it ain't mm-hmm. going to be all black in a sense because I mean, our venue obviously is not black owned and, mm-hmm. and then they have a catering company they already partnered with. So that was the, that was the shitty part about it because, um, also oh, white folks cooking, hold on, white folks cooking this food. Did you, did you taste the chicken? Yeah, we tasted it. Okay. Yeah. What did yeah. it taste like? It wasn't fried chicken. It's like garlic. What did it taste like? They always put some other shit on it. No, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, I, I'll tell I, you after the show. I demand y'all put lorries on my, uh, it, hey, bring your own lorries. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, it was, um, like I said, it was, it was good. We're not doing anything. Like it wasn't like fried chicken or nothing like that. You know, the way mm-hmm. we know we're going to do that differently than everybody else. But it was, it was cool. It was, um, uh, but like I said, but it's not completely black owned because obviously the venue's owned by whoever owns that, and then the catering company is not. But they use the same catering company at their venue. Oh, so basically, when we y'all pay to... for the space, when y'all doing it, everything not in, is included. Yeah, well, I mean the catering. I mean, so technically, you could say it's included. But I you know, know what you mean. It's all a part of the yeah, price you pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't have you to. You're gonna out pay out extra for them. No, we didn't yeah, have to go out okay. and find that. You know, so I mean, it, it's good and bad because yeah, we. Would you like to go and be able to find your own caterer? Yeah, but Can somebody auntie bringing the mac and cheese because yeah. somebody still brings. Some mac and cheese. Yeah, so it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. But it was like I said, it was good. I I, I was I want to say pleasantly surprised, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we got a meeting with them in a couple of weeks to figure out some stuff. They started making our plans as far as our layout and designs mm-hmm. and all those types of things. So it was like the the new year hit, and it's like it was it was like all right, you got to be ready to go because. These six months is going to be, you know, but like I said, I I brought that up about being completely black. I know you had made a face when I said that like about a month ago, but it's just like, it's, you know, we had a a person that was supposed to do our, that we wanted to do our cake. And And they flaked out. The final line is like, we, I I won't name the company. It's no point in naming companies and nothing like that, but it's like, it's. You're trying to shit on people now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, We shit on people around here. We had a meeting with her on the 13th, December 13th. So it was a woman's company. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, black on. Um, and she does a uh, what up to James saying what's up in the feed. What up? What's up with you? Uh, but she um, she she does pretty good. But anyway, but we had a consultation on the thirteenth. She was she was supposed to get right back to us with you know some design ideas. She had us pick out niggas some stuff. was late. Niggas yeah, late. she had mm-hmm. us pick out stuff with you know some ideas like from her Pinterest board mm-hmm. stuff stuff that would interest us. We responded that night. Um, we ain't heard from her since. Mm. I mean, literally, we ain't heard from her since. We, you know, we sent our response that night uh, with our with our stuff. And then, like a week plus later, I, I emailed again, like, "Hey, you know, I'm just following up to make sure you got the email. 
you know, because mm-hmm. she was talking about giving a soft hold to us because she, I think with some of these self-owned like bakers and things like that, mm-hmm. they don't, when you don't have that big brick and mortar and people around you mm-hmm. thing, you can't sit there and be like, okay, somebody wants to taste, have a, a wedding sample. So I'm just going to make this. I'm going to make this. They kind of do different points throughout the year that they do sample boxes. Mm-hmm. So, but she was doing like a cupcake sampler that we bought that over Christmas. Mm-hmm. The weekend we had the big storm. Mm-hmm. We bought that. And when we went to get it that day, you know, Corlisha asked, and she's like, oh, my regular correspondence will pick right back up after the holidays. I give you that. People don't want to work mm-hmm. as much during the holidays. But my thing is. Do you want money? Not, not <laughs> even just that. do you that. want a break? No. Not even just It's just that we all got Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. A very simple, hi, guys, during the holiday season, mm-hmm. I'll have limited you know, responses. Mm-hmm. I'll After the first of the year, I'll return everybody's email. Mm-hmm. We just ain't heard back from her. So we moving on. Mm. It's like, my, that's my thing with like, we trying to be black owned. I know people, when they make, I thought about you making that face because it's like, it's you're hard, trying man. to, but we, we do these things all the time about, do we, are we harder on black people than other people? I don't really know if it's harder sometimes. It's just that sometimes we just want the minimum. Mm-hmm. And when we can't get the minimum from you as a black owned business, like, what mm-hmm. do you want us to do? Like, we're trying to give you money. Yeah. We found you, look like you do good work. We bought your cupcake sampler. Mm-hmm. We've reached out. What else can we do? Nothing. <laughs> you know, and I know somebody that used her when she got married some years ago, and she mm-hmm. said that she was great. Mm-hmm. The cake was excellent. She recommended her to everybody. I don't know if, if our if our thoughts and our ideas are too basic for her. And she mm-hmm. think we're gonna be boring. I don't know, but just ain't just ain't responded. I mean, literally, just multiple emails to stop responding. That's crazy, man. So it's, I say that to say it's tough trying to do the all black thing in a mm-hmm. sense when it's just like you you. You're not doing just mm-hmm. the honest business person. It's just like I said, if you weren't gonna respond over the holidays, just put it on your thing. Yeah, hey guys, said that. You know, but hey, you know, like I said last week, we found a florist. It's a black florist. Mm-hmm. Um, goddamn flowers! I, I I make me want to go in the woods and cut my own flowers too. <laughs> the shit, the prices, the price. Google how much they say the, the, a florist costs for a wedding these days. Oh, it's crazy, man. So got me one. I'm like, it's trees behind so what, my apartment. What, 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 question. Like, what kind of flowers? Like, what do you mean about what are y'all putting do, on the table? Or Yeah, we're not doing a ton. Like, the, where we're getting married in front of, obviously, you're going to put flowers there. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. decorate that area and things like that. So we got some there. Um, it's going to be a little bit on the on the table where we'll all be at um, the wedding party. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be some small things on, you know, some of the tables we're having. But we're not going crazy with flowers because, again, they're pricey. Um, but then with the florist, you know, she's like, you know, if she does like, and she's doing the bouquet, like the bouquets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she's like, if she does it, nobody else can do flowers because she, you know, which I understand. Um, so Listen, it's I, I already told you the one the one people I used to work with, they went on ahead and just yeah, they, yeah, they did the whole thing. And I, yeah, you see pictures online all the time of how people do stuff. But this is what we really want. She really wanted flesh, fresh flowers. We really, she really wanted a wanted a. Fresh and real flowers for her bouquet, and the other ones we could have did whatever with, you know. Okay. But um, I feel you, man. I know what you want, babe. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what you want, man? That that was the only one. But uh, it's it, it basically it's all at the end though. We got one mm. more thing to, to book, and that's just the person that's gonna do the cake. That's okay. it. And then it's just finish getting everything paid for, and and we'll see y'all in July. Yeah, you know. And y'all niggas better eat everything on y'all on plate. The plate? <laughs> <laughs> Even a little green garnish. Eat all that shit. 
Y'all better, I don't care if y'all pick y'all teeth with it when y'all done. Y'all better put that thing to use. Somehow, some way, everything on the plate better be eight. But, uh, yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's like I was, it'll be here before we know it. I mean, we already almost at the 10th of this month and, you know, July will be here. By the time we start doing other stuff, I mean, some months is going to be, uh, you know, she'll have a bridal show, a bridal shower. She'll have her bachelorette party. You know, it'd be my bachelor thing or whatever. Like when you start putting stuff like that in there too, yeah. you lose, you lose time, you lose a week, you lose a half a week, something Where's like that. Where's her bachelor party, a bachelorette party at? She don't know. They haven't told her. Like, she thinks approved. She yeah, she thinks she knows where. Uh, she thinks she knows where, but they haven't told her. Mm. Yeah, and they. They they doing a job, good job keeping a secret. Even oh, they keeping her a secret. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, even they better tell you. you even my sister in law is going. Both my sister in laws oh, are going, no, and uh, they ain't even tell me where they going. So, okay. Yeah, it's it, out the country. There better not be much. no. Better not be no male new males there. You know yeah, what yeah what that's what I'm saying. All I know is that they going out the country. Oh shit! Yeah, that's all I know. That's what's up. Which is dope. So, looking forward to it. It'll be uh you know a a, a weekend that I'll you know. Well, I ain't gonna say alone because you know um, you had a, you had a kid. Yeah, yeah, so it won't be alone. But yeah, it's it's cool. But yeah, but that's about it. That's 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 the weekly update on that. Black people, please do better. I mean, we're, and the thing is, we're still looking for uh, more of a black person. Like, there's a wedding bridal show thing coming up at the end of the month out, mm-hmm. and um, I think Independence. It's like a black themed one. Mm-hmm. The person that looks like the person that does it is a DJ. He actually flaked on us too. Well, mm. I ain't say flaked on us. We did a, a consultation with him. He was supposed to send us a like an invoice, you know, if we were going to work with him. He, you know, pretty, pretty. If I say that he's, you you may not know off the top of your head, but a lot of people that listen to this from the area will know he does, they do, his business does um, receptions and a lot of them. Mm. Um, um, and a lot, a lot of different things. But anyway, I think he actually sponsors this event. And so I know the lady that we're looking at now to do it, she says she'll actually be there on that. It's the 29th. I think it's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting there. We're getting there. But black people just do a little better. Like, it's just, it ain't it ain't hard to return an email. For black folks, it is sometimes. You know. If you want to support black businesses. Yeah. Like, and that's. You keep trying. Yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, we do it for everybody else. We, mm-hmm. we keep going to the Arab spots and getting food and, st- and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? But they, uh, I ain't going to get to it right now. Yeah. But just do better, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do better. Um. So, topic. What we gonna get into, man? I mean, I know we but we gotta. Yeah, we already know what the, it's so what the first one gonna be. to get into, man. Um, it's a heavy part. Yeah, for those who don't uh, who don't know what happened, so oh, but living under a rock. Yeah, living under a rock. So Monday night during uh, Bengals Bills football game, uh, player by the name of Demar Hamlin, regular tackle, wasn't even mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Like when I first heard about it, I thought maybe. You know, nowadays it's all about the head stuff and yeah. CTE. So I thought maybe that's he, what I thought because I didn't see it happen. Live. Yeah, I thought maybe he tried to hit dude and hit him with his head first. And, but when I saw it happen, saw what happened, man. For us, um, I'm, a, I'm I think I'm passing. I'm gonna be able to hold it together. The first couple of days, man. Shit, I even say the first couple of days, the entire week. It's been I've been emotionally all over the place with it because. Um, it hit home, given some of the, the stuff we, we had gone through in our high school years. Um, to give a quick, just just before we do go too deep, he is doing a lot better mm-hmm. now. He's up, responsive, interacting with people, taking pictures, you know, posting yeah. stuff on Post, the, Yeah, Instagram, on the and, you know, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. And um, But he, he his heart stopped on the field, man. Um, they had to they had to give him CPR. They had to... Re- um, bring his his heartbeat back, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I guess his heart stopped again at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Guess I guess it was a situation where the, he got hit at the right time in the right position at the right angle. I think I put the name of it down. Okay. What the condition is called that happened. Um, oh, no, I didn't. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it, it, it caused him to uh, to lose consciousness on the field. And um, it, I wasn't even watching the game initially. I was watching the Cavs game. The ironic thing is that same night, our, one of the Cavs players – Scored like the seventh most points in the history of the NBA in a single game. And it kind of just goes off in a whimper because of what happened. Scored 71 points. So I'm watching that game, and I'm just on Twitter, just kind of – I'm always on Twitter during sporting events, just, you know, Twitter during sporting events or like, you know, live TV shows or award ceremonies. basically the same thing. You live tweeting the the game, yeah. And so I just started seeing it come up, and um, the first video I saw – about the DeMar Hamlin thing, I just saw like an overhead view, an overhead shot. I wonder if I can find that, man. Um, it was an overhead shot of his teammates, and they were – It was everybody was crowded around him. I guess he was on the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to show that. Teammates were just turning around and walking away from the – the, the crowd of people and like crying into their pads. Mm-hmm. And like, let me, this is the thing, this is the crazy thing about it, man. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what had happened. I didn't know nothing. But when I saw that, I immediately got emotional myself because I knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you could all, you could, from the video I saw on Twitter, you could tell somebody was on the ground hurt, obviously. Didn't know what. I just saw the, the, the I mean, you got grown men, NFL players balling. Like being consoled by other grown men in mm-hmm. uniform in their football uniforms, mm-hmm. like crying into the other dudes' pads. Like it was just wild, man. It was uh Yeah, it was um like I I'm like you, I was kind of mainly on the Caps game mm-hmm. at the time and then I turned to ESPN because I made a, you know, I know we're going to get into the bet and stuff a little bit later, but I had put a bet. Actually, I put a couple bets on the game. Did a you parlay. smoke crack, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we are right now. And um, But I had put a bet on a, it was like a basically giveaway bet where it's like bingo score one point. You know mm-hmm. they're going to score. They scored and they open. I mean, they scored so fast that I, they had already scored by the time I turned to the game. Mm-hmm. So I'd already won, you know, at least the first bet. And, um, and um, so I turned back to the Cavs game for a little bit and they were losing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like the Cavs, they've been coming back a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So I turned back to ESPN and they was in the studio. Mm-hmm. And that was my first clue because it was like they was in the studio and everybody got this look on their faces and they talking super low. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, damn, somebody got hurt first. That, all right, somebody mm-hmm. got hurt. But mm-hmm. you're thinking like, all right, mm-hmm. they're in the studio. First thing that came in my mind is, okay, it was it must have been bad because they even, in the studio. Right? Yeah, because they in the studio. Like they whatever happened, they don't want to show what's happened. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing in my mind. They don't want to show what happened. So that's why I went to Twitter, mm. and then I started seeing a, like the. I started tweet. I, mean, I just went to a hashtag about the game, and I saw a video of what happened because I didn't really know what happened. And like I said, mm. seeing it, you know, again going for us, you know, because of what we went through um, back when we were younger and in school, was literally like we talked because we talked on Monday night. It was literally like going back to that gym in, in Euclid High School on mm-hmm. March 6, 1998 and, and yeah. 
for those that kind of tune in, you know, at different points or, you know, don't listen to our show a lot or haven't listened over the years, mm -hmm. like every single year on this show, we even, we talk about it when that mm -hmm. date comes up. Um, if it happens before the show, if it's going to happen right after mm -hmm. the show, if we do a show on that day. But March 6th, 98 is a day that uh, for us, um, you know, so I was a junior, you was a sophomore, you mm -hmm. was you was on the basketball team with our with our with our homie Dave. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he it was our first tournament game of the year. And, you know, he he collapsed on the court and he he basically died in front of us on the court. Everybody mm -hmm. that was at that game. Mm -hmm. Same situation where just routine, mm -hmm. routine shit happening, and then all of a sudden you got somebody that's on the ground. Mm -hmm. And so I I was just like you, like you said on Monday when we talked, it was like it took me right back to that moment. Yeah. And I'm and I'm I'm trying to explain it to Corlicia at the time at different points, you know, as, as things are happening. I'm just like, like when we talk about that day or that night, mm -hmm. it's a it's a totally different thing because uh, it was such a just a, 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 a impactful thing that happened in our lives. And mm -hmm. it's just I mean, like I'm sitting on that Monday night like they're not going to play this game. Mm -hmm. Like I it's like you talking about grown men crying into pads and stuff or things like that. There's no way they're going to play this game. Like there's no way you 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 can put daddy that kind of emotion back up and go play a, a game where you're fueled by emotion. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, so it was it, it, it's it's a lot of, and I hate to, I hate to do it, but it, it's just it really does it resonates in a couple different ways. Um, to get the 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 ooh spooky part out the way, like the weird connection between the two Dave's number was 33 mm -hmm. this was during three, that right? game the, the Dave passed it was 3 to 3 mm -hmm. DeMar Hamlin's number was 3 mm -hmm. or is 3 yeah I didn't I didn't even think about that uh, and it that was, connection there dude either. it was throwing me off man and the one thing it did bring to my attention was how that was 24 years ago yeah, it'd be, 25 years it'd be ago 25 this in, in this year it's crazy how something can happen just like that and it brings up emotions from inside of you that you thought you were over. Because to go back to that, I want to go back to that a little bit. I don't think people, you know, I was 15. I hadn't even turned 16 yet. Um, And I remember when they, you know, roll, them rolling Dave passed us with his eyes rolled. But we all, everybody on the bench the cheerleaders, everybody knew he was dead. Yeah. Like they, you because they took him out that back door. The that back goes door right, right by the bench. Right outside. And we all knew. And it was the crazy they didn't even cover him up on the way out. You no, know? I, but you know what? I think uh, back to it. I'm like, we they probably don't if they would have covered him up, like the whole gym would have probably like fell out crying. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point you just you, announced saying it, it that way. Yeah. You they just announcing that is but when you was that close to you, I can like I can close my eyes and I see him getting rolled past. And like I remember we went to the you know, obviously we had the funeral. Let me which one should I go? Bef after the funeral, I go after the funeral then before it. After the funeral, I remember seeing Dave's like face did like him passed away in the casket, right? Mm. No, because this was after. This was after we got this. Um, and I remember we they brought. I don't know if they did it for regular for the regular students or not the regular students, but the non basketball playing students. They brought like a psychiatrist into Shaw, mm. and I remember like ten of us on the team 
going to sit with her on the second floor, like the cat. I can't remember what building it was, but we went and sat and we talked for like half the school day. Like we didn't even get to, had to go to classes. And I remember I had an issue with like I would look at people and I would like be like do like daydreaming off and imagining what their like dead face would look like, like what they would look like in the cat. It was fucking with. It was. I mean, it's it's the reason why I couldn't go to his funeral and the reason why mm-hmm. I it, that was one of my earliest experiences with the option yeah. of being mm-hmm. able to really go to a funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just I could I couldn't do it. I remember being at home and I'm talking like they broke in at the news, mm-hmm. like on Channel Five News, and it was an open casket. And I remember they oh, was, yeah, it was, they had a camera in there. And you can see him in the goddamn casket. Ooh. And I'm looking like my ass didn't go to the funeral I didn't because see I didn't want to see it. Now I'm looking at the news, and seeing I, this nigga in the casket. Yeah, man. And, I'm, and I was I remember being so pissed at that. But like like in the in the traumatic space of trying to, like you say, going back and, and being in that situation. But it's just it's just but it, it's that Friday night of like I, like you said, him being wheeled out, just it's tough to be a 16, 17 year old kid mm-hmm. or whatever, and you just Nigga, two hours ago, I was I was talking to you coming out the tunnel. Yo, Dave, I, yo, I, I, oh, three hours ago, mm-hmm. three o'clock or whatever. Hey, I hollered you at the game tonight mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I, like we always do. I hollered you at the game tonight or whatever. I mean, literally every game. I always talk. I mean, I don't know the nigga since eighth grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was in band together since eighth grade. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Well, not we was in band together in eighth grade and shit like that or whatever. Like like just. The type of dude he was, he just why you like band so much and stuff like that. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, took it as an elective because I used to tell him why I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Nigga, really learn, talk to nigga how to play baritone, how to read music and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Now the same nigga you just talked to, three again three hours ago. Y'all holler at you tonight. Then we get to the game late, so I don't get to holler at him before the game. Mm-hmm. And now the game is going, and this is the same dude that's that's just basically like you said. You see him getting wheeled down. I'm in my mind like. Yeah, I ain't ever even gonna get to talk to him again. Yeah. Like that shit is hard to comprehend. I remember yeah. getting to school on that Monday, and I remember because nobody was in class. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like we walked out of our class, mm-hmm. of my word processing, my my um vocational, and we were just walking, me and a few people. I think it was like Ramia and Yolanda. We were just walking around. And I remember we were coming like down the academy, and like the door opened up coming from Hans' office. Mm-hmm. And it was like basically like it felt like the whole basketball team yeah, was coming was, up, yeah, like yeah. going towards where the office was, like the main mm-hmm. office, like going on that hall. So basically, because he was in the basement, mm-hmm. so I like coming up that back hallway, then going on the first floor of the academy, like mm-hmm. going towards the main. And I remember we just stopped because everybody was, you could tell everybody was crying. Mm-hmm. You, you could just literally, it was just like that's why nobody was fucking in class. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's just like the worst week ever. And that Friday, of getting home after the game and just being. And like, that Friday after the game. So this, this real quick, for just, no go. That 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 this is the part that um this is where I resonated with the rest of the players in the NFL and the ex players in the NFL. We talked about it a little bit the other day when we did for lovers only, man. But like I don't I, I wish I could explain thoroughly how it feels to legitimately believe that that could have been me. I don't even I can't even explain how real that feeling. I remember when I talking about getting home, getting home after the game. My mother didn't go to the game. She had some work or something. When I got home, she was at home up in the bedroom watching TV. She was watching the news. So when we got up there, me and my father went up, got upstairs. And, uh, I remember just I was hysterically crying. I kept saying over and over again, "That could have been me." And that was like that was the. That was the part you couldn't get out your head was like, 
because we had some issues with, with with we was joking the other day about with, with getting physicals that yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So it was some shit that happened with God. Damn, it, it's I'm not gonna say this because it's gonna sound fucked up. I'm not trying to say that it's anybody's fault, but. When something like that happens, you almost think like, damn, this was lightweight preventable mm-hmm. or at least avoidable right now in the middle of a game on a court mm-hmm. if him having a large heart was detected earlier. But it gave us a sense of like, yo, nobody checked me out this year. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is going on with me? Mm-hmm. Is something going on with me? Is it something going on with us? This is the first like widespread not being able. Only thing I can relate it to is the feeling people had when COVID started, and nobody knew why COVID happened, when COVID would happen, how COVID could hit you. All we knew was Dave died on the court. Mm-hmm. How did you take us to get food? I think that I, I can't remember if that was the no. We did, we did that before the season. We would get food. We all can, what what happened? Like nigga, what happened? Because mm-hmm. that could have been me. Because this don't happen to, to, to this don't. And Dave this was don't probably the most in shape motherfucker on the entire. What nobody in better shape than Dave. So it wasn't like Dave was out of shape. Dave was a nigga who would do like 150 push-ups and sit-ups before he went to bed every night. Mm-hmm. You talking about a six-pack on a, on a 11th mm-hmm. grader? You know what I'm saying? Like so that wasn't the case at all. It was just and so like I would watch the players and from this week. And like I would even, Nick, I would watch the video of him, people on the field crying. It would make me tear up. I would watch other people talk about it. It would make me tear up because every single thing about it I could resonate with, like personally. Mm. Like not even on some like ancillary. Like oh man, I heard about that. I went to Seoul and that happened over. Here. It's mm. like we went going to Shaw, being in the gym, knowing mm. him personally, seeing him leave Earth and having to deal with it, and then watching other people. In the middle of that, like, emotion, because the way he ended up dying, or not, no, he didn't, sorry. DeMar Hamlin did not die. Mm-hmm. But the way he lost consciousness twice that night was a freak ass mm-hmm. getting hit at the wrong time, wrong place, wrong angle, in between heartbeats. Mm-hmm. Caused an arrhythmia and all that stuff. And yeah. it would make, so literally every player playing in that game, in the back of their mind, or probably right now in the front of their mind, is like, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you left in the balance. And this is the thing. This is the thing today. I, I've, I've kind of got the, I got the little liquid out my system, the liquid that drips out your eyes out of my system about this today. So I'm okay. Talk about it here. But like the fact that DeMar Hamlin made it, mm. I don't think they understand the weight that that lifted off people's shoulders is Demar Hamlin is forever in the in in a different stratosphere of athletes for the rest of his life, for the rest of all of our lives? Because in my brain, that shit happens to Dave on the court, and you never see him again. Mm-hmm. That that was the so this nigga represents every person that was Dave that didn't make it, mm-hmm. but he made it. Mm-hmm. But they had everything that they were supposed to have. Because if I remember correctly, too, even with the DP stuff, um, uh, and when we say DP, his last name was Parker, yeah. so we always call him DP. Um, I don't think they had like an AED there. They have AED. They was giving them. They was giving them CPR. They was giving them CPR. Like that. And that's another thing, too, with people. It's just. 
the, the CPR shit. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I saw people. I saw I saw people saying this on Twitter and online, and it was like a popular thing to say. If you've never seen somebody get CPR in real life, Woo. that shit. It's not the TV, ER show, uh, Grey's Anatomy. No matter how dramatic and shit they make it look with the music playing in the background or whatever. <laughs> when you know a motherfucker that's on the ground and that's getting CPR and they are trying to save somebody's life, it is something. And you have to watch that. And the two, it is three something between, different. When they push, pump, 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 listen, and you see nothing lifeless you like oh shit and then the other part that you said too and i hate that we as as having it but it is what it's like the other part you said too when you saw the video of somebody ryan clark said it i think Mm. where he was just like you're not supposed to think that at 23 you don't think you're gonna die yeah you know and then it's just like and that think about that that's 16 well we was talking about it but it was people were talking about this this um it was a lifeless fall and mm-hmm. when we talked on Monday night, you was talking about you was talking about how you could because I always said I didn't see him fall. I remember I looked to the left mm-hmm. and was looking at the press being set up because because he made the free throw, mm-hmm. and we was looking at the press. And like I said, behind me with a couple parents or whatever, I just heard oh Dave fell out. Nobody talked, and I looked back, he's on the ground. But you had the the yeah. the. The mental picture the part, like, the, of him, like the, and that's a different fall. Yeah. That that's different. Than, oh, I twisted my ankle. Let no, me grab it. Nah, that's just a you, you gone and you hitting the floor. Yeah, man, like like the rolling out, all that stuff is 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 implanted in my brain. But the thing that is like stamped the most is literally on the bench, head cocked to the left, watching them. You know, us set up on defense, and me literally looking at the bigs. At the at the elbow extended, and Dave just fell. And it wasn't just like you said; it wasn't like ah, my knee, my mm. ankle. Mm. It was I'll never forget. He was like hop, 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 nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it's just weird to see, man. Is I don't, and I'm like in my brain, I'm like, was he trying to like, was that a hop, hop of being hype? Or was that something like, what, like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Uh, shit was wild, man. And you don't even want to think about it at this point. Yeah. And then it's, because I, I don't know if he was, remember, like, it was, he had a couple convulsions. Like, that was a lot. It was a lot to witness. It was a lot to witness. It was, it was a lot. And, I, and if I'm being honest, it's a lot of it that I don't even think that for me that night doesn't, I, I thank God I don't remember. Like I said, I, 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 mm-hmm. I, there's the parts I vividly mm-hmm. remember from him being down and from them, from like you said, seeing CPR being done to seeing him getting wheeled out to the looks on the cheerleaders' faces. Like just, I mean, it, in tears is not even the, the way yeah. to put it. To Looking at y'all walking off the court, like looking at y'all walking off the court Arms around each other, niggas is crying heads yeah. and jerseys, and then us walking out the gym and probably gotta be and just here. and I just I remember getting home and my dad asking why we was home so early, telling him what happened, and I remember I was walking up the stairs, and the news came on. They was doing their first story, and then they did their breaking news thing on Channel Eight. And they still do the same music for mm-hmm. their breaking news thing, and as soon as I heard it, I just kept on walking upstairs because I I knew I knew. And then my phone started ringing. People, people started calling. We didn't have cell phones. The house phone started ringing. And it was people calling, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I know, because I was there and was and shit crazy. like that. So it's just again, it, when we talk about it, it just it hits us on a different level. I mean, I'm feeling it right now. Like yeah. it, it's just it just hits on a different level. So like you said, for him to make it on Monday was it, it was represents a, all the people that didn't. Man. 
yeah, was a big thing, and, and I feel for everybody that was a, that was tied to the game, and things. Everybody that was affected in a certain way emotionally by it because, I mean, it was just weird. Even on Facebook, you know, Coach Hans put something up there like, you know, we've been here before, mm-hmm. and I mean, everybody, the yeah. whole row of comments is just everybody doing the same thing. I was just talking about it. Mm-hmm. I was just telling my husband about it. I was just telling my wife about it. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about it with so and so. The same conversation I was having with Carisha at home, mm-hmm. like trying to explain that feeling of being in something like this, and yeah. you just. You can't, I, and like I said, we and we. I said it on Monday. I tested you. I said it's, they're they, they're not playing this game. Yeah, man. And it, it, you you talk about that. Uh, it was it was just it was, and it's hard for other people to fully. I think everybody. I, I want to say that everybody understood the gravity once the stuff started coming out. But I think for them to understand why it affected us so soon, you know what I'm saying? Like so immediate. You know what I mean? Is because it's almost like we because we was watching a Cavs game and uh, we was getting uh, McKenzie ready for bed and then we was watching the game in the basement and then McKenzie uh, Leah went upstairs with McKenzie uh, just to help her get ready for bed. So in between the time she went up and came back down to finish watching the Cavs game is when it happened. And she came back down. I'm like wiping my face. She's like, "What's going on?" And I had, I had to explain to her what's going on, but I just I don't know, man. The moment I saw them the video, I don't even want to watch the video because I, I don't space. need to see it again. Yeah, the moment and I, I I still haven't watched him fall. The, the got me was the Tre'Davious White, the Josh Allen nose videos of the players losing it, like huh, that shit was too. Like much. I said, like I said, I don't I don't think people can comprehend watching some unless you unless you've seen it. Watching CPR really being—it's not pretty. It's—it's it's not that that it's not that that small little. Oh, we're we're going to like on TV. It's 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 nothing like that. And so, again, obviously with all that, we just again hope. Thankfully, he's better. Hope still wishing for us more, even mm-hmm. even speedier recovery. Um, a couple of things came out of it. Mm-hmm. One thing we talked about um, on on Tuesday, and not even on the radio, but it was just the. Um, it, this was a big story that came out of this too. That the whole, um, what's his name, Skip Bayless thing, and yeah. but Shannon Sharp and and stuff like that. I I said I said on Tuesday when we were talking about it, I felt like I felt like Skip Bayless was getting almost not unfairly attacked because he brings so much on himself because yeah. of the person that he is. But I, I I understood what he meant by it, but I think he tried to walk the tightest of a tight line to be as close as he can be to being an ass without being an ass. And at this point... It, it I, just wasn't needed. And I think what ended up happening, because we talked about it on Tuesday, and I'll, I'll have some more time to process it. I think what ended up happening is like, hey, chill out. Just just let it go. Yeah, just stop trying to make content right now. Like, I felt like he was he was trying to... You was right. He was trying to show sympathy and still make good but, content. But still be like, but how can I use this? I don't... Nigga, what you this ain't got shit to do. Mm-hmm. We don't care what you think about what should happen. I just, it was a read like it was literally a read the room style situation. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think. And then I just for him and Shannon because I think I think it's a wrap for them too. I do too. It's it, too much has been going on lately uh, with those two, and then that interaction on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Shannon didn't want no parts of being there and having to deal with Skip. And uh, and and Shannon just wanted to be like he said. I can't even get through my mind. That was the nigga. I am so done with this shit. Like he said when he said, when he sat there and said when he said I can't even get through my mind. Okay, Jen. You know what? You know let's what? go, okay. Jen. Let's go, Jen. <laughs> I 
let's go, Jen. If that was just the all right. I'm done with this. That nigga, was man. the when is my contract up? <sighs> and when do I? And, oh, and can I get out of this shit early? Jeez. I mean, says, but man. you can't. These guys have made money off of being salacious, loud, yeah. and salacious. Mm-hmm. Stephen, A., hey, they used to do. He used to do the show with Stephen A. Obviously, mm-hmm. they got to a point that they had to go to. And I, I don't think it was like you know it, they was mad at each other or anything. It's just Stephen yeah. A's this guy now. You're this guy mm-hmm. now. Stephen A does the Skip Bayless role, mm-hmm. but he does it. Probably more respectfully. Yeah, he does. He does. You know, he annoys people. Uh, some people still, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, but you know, his you, issues with black people. I don't know. The world don't care if we don't like somebody. Yeah, yeah. Basically, black people don't like Skip. Yeah, Bayless. basically. But um, but yeah, Skip tries to tiptoe the line all the time, and like that was just one time he could have. If you look at all the tweets again, I see what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But we don't need content right yeah, now. Yeah, not right now, man. This this ain't nothing to make content over. So yeah, yeah. It, it it was um. It was, it was, it was, Tuesday, I'm like, eh, I don't know. It was as bad as, because it's it's the shit that goes into it. It was, if you ever had an argument with your girl or something, I don't know. Maybe you used to be cheating all the time. Are you bad with money? Are you cheating? And like, okay, we got home from you leasing last night at two. Mm-hmm. Or when on one whatever one one thirty or some shit like mm-hmm. that, but if you out here fucking all the time mm-hmm. and you come in at two, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The conversation at the house is gonna be a little different. Yeah, like you could have just been at your least party, but that's not the point. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to read the room, brother. You can no longer. You got to come in the house. You got a curfew now, nigga. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to come in at eleven o'clock. Either that, or you live your life on uh, on, on Facetime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Baby, I am making a left on Euclid right now. <laughs> Baby, look at me. I'm in the McDonald's. Can I get a Big Mac? Uh, you want anything? Yeah, yeah. Let me get a Big Mac and a large fry. What you getting a large fry for? You only usually eat a medium. I'm getting something for you, baby. Show, show me the bitch in the car. Show me the bitch in the car. Give me. Show me the passenger oh, side. Fry eating ass yeah. bitch in the car. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, no, I get it though. Yeah, like he 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 brought it on himself. Yeah. And the other thing that came out of it that really was irritating me too is that the nigga was barely off the field, mm-hmm. and you saw tweets. It was the vaccine. Oh, the nigga was, was not even was, off the field. I think that was. I think it was Twitter bots. Yeah, that got to be Twitter bots. I kept bots. seeing the same it was tweet up. over and, and over kept, again, and I'm like, I kept Come looking on, like man. I kept looking like this can't. But as days went on, still you did start seeing people hopping on it. And, I, and again, for somebody like me, when that, this don't happen to 23 years, nigga, it happened to a 16 year old yes, in front of my fucking face. About? What are y'all talking? In front of my fucking face. So miss me with all of it. So I, that I, that one was another one that kind of just sent me to a point of being like, all right, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over these people, right? That's why you got to take them breaks from, from Twitter. Yeah, that, that's why to. Skip, and like then the whole thing with Skip too is like you were talking about how he can't win. That, what he ever said the, the next night with the Boston stuff mm-hmm. on a Tuesday night. And then what it, then it was something else he did later. To, and then I guess the when, when Shannon came back too. Mm-hmm. Then it was that part on, on the Wednesday where he just couldn't let Shannon say what he had to say and then move yeah, on. Yeah, just shut the fuck Skip up. Skip can't get out his own way. And that was another part of it. Yeah, this is what I was pulling up. Um, you know what's crazy, man? I I actually I I, I mean I don't give a fuck. I, I, I'm gonna say how much, but I donated some money to it. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't help it. So he, um, I didn't know what to do on Monday night, man. <laughs> like I was fucked up on Monday and Tuesday. Um, but he had a uh, it's called the Chasing Ms. Foundation. Um, his mom has a um, Jamar Hamlin's mom has a daycare center, and um. In, in in Pittsburgh, where he's from, uh, McKeesport, um, 
and I'm thinking it's McKeesport. Uh, and uh, he he was the goal was to raise like 2,500. Mm. I think when I got on there on Monday, it was already probably had a couple million. No, when I got on the money, it was like eight thousand. Okay. Ten thousand, maybe. I don't even think. Because I started double. hearing about it on Monday, like late Monday night, that people started donating. Yeah, I think like I donated crazy. probably like nine, little after nine o'clock. Okay, I saw it from like a DD Kinkobala from um, the, that does NFL the Network, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. And so I saw it, and I just donated some money. This shit is over eight point five <laughs> million dollars, and I kept thinking, like, ah, let me, let me, let me take a deep breath to get myself right. But no, like I kept thinking, like. The dopest shit in the world. How can I how can I word this shit right, man? Because I'm trying to keep my composure. Um, like a whole school rallied around DP when he passed, right? Mm-hmm. The whole city, whole city. Mm-hmm. How fucking dope would it have been if he could see that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one thing to do it. And if it helped us and we have a memory, like what if he, and I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you got to understand, like Monday night, Tuesday morning, I'm like, yeah, he probably ain't going to make it. But, you know, we can still help. And a little part in the back of my mind was like, hey, it'd be dope as fuck if he woke up and this shit was like $5 million. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, but I couldn't even bring myself to like, have positive expectations just because of what life had already mm-hmm. did. But the fact that he able to wake up and see like, damn, these niggas came together and, and put eight and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's what's up though, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I was thinking about the, the, the rally around everything and how the city was at that time when, when everything happened with Dave, because it was just like, you couldn't, you couldn't find a seat in the gym for the games. Like everybody was, everybody was at the mm-hmm. the schools, and like, what do y'all need? And and I mean, I mean, it's just the e- most emotional roller coaster of 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 feelings. The hardest thing was walking. I don't even know how y'all went back into that gym. I I, I don't even want to keep talking about it because <laughs> as as a fan, yeah, it was. I mean, it like was. the Bills fucking put pads on to play football mm-hmm. today and took back the open and kick which feels like yeah. <laughs> which, which feels like as much as much as we talk about people hey discussions do you believe in God is there a God divine mm-hmm. how much of, which felt like divine intervention let's yeah, just no, be honest no, because because you take after all that shit happens you take the open and kick the level of emotion in that stadium for us on a high school level, mm-hmm. for y'all playing a thing, for us as fans, I, we went into Euclid's gym mm-hmm. to play Madison again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We bust that ass. Too. Bust every <laughs> fucking thing in that gym. Y'all didn't lose a game my yeah, junior year yeah. and my senior. Everybody that was in that class, that DP was our class mm-hmm. in 99. We did not lose in 2000. Gym. I, yeah. They didn't lose until 2001. Yep, yep, Nobody that was associated, gym. that close-knit group of being associated, never lost in Euclid's gym. Nope. Never lost in that gym. Mm-hmm. I saw games in my senior year. They always they was down by men or to men or by eighteen fucking points, mm-hmm. and it seemed like it, the stupidest shit. People would be in the gym throwing threes up, yep. and it seemed like every fucking time <laughs> it'd just be a turnaround. Yeah, I mean BJ She's throwing crazy. up threes from fucking half <laughs> court, making a bit from half court. Steve grabbing rebounds. Yeah. That's just um, utterly amazing. It was crazy, yeah. crazy as shit, and it just feels like a bigger hand guiding you at some yeah. point. No, for real. It was no end of what them three years. Shaw was gonna lose. I mean, y'all took out teams. Y'all took out Emmanuel Smith yep. and Euclid my senior year. Whatever. Yep. It's just like it was no he way was in the world. Basketball. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he was supposed to marry. He it, and he passed yeah, tragically, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he was an Akron. Yeah, yeah. And it's but, just, uh, it's just. So I, remember, I, said, I, I, I just, I just, I don't see how people did it. I, you remember I don't, what you call it? You remember, I think it was, I think it was just the heating system. But remember, we did the moment of silence, and mm. the heating system was like knock, knock, knock. Uh huh. Niggas was uh huh. Bro, school next day. You heard this shit, man, 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 bro. It, it, it was it was the weirdest thing yeah. I, I, going into that gym. And every time I go into the gym, I look at that free throw line and yeah. stuff. Right, you know where everything happened at and stuff. It's just like it's it's just you'll never forget it. You yeah. you you will never forget it. And, and again, like so to wrap all that up a little bit, it's it, just man. the fact. It's just the fact that. <clears throat> Yo, we just, you know, we, people say all the time, you know, hug on people and all these different things and stuff like that. But it's just, this is one of those weeks where you kind of remember it a little bit more. Like, it's like, all right, some stuff is a little bit more trivial than others. Yeah, man. You know, and, um, you know, and, and while we here, you got to make the most out of this motherfucker. And I, I say it every week when we signing out, man. As long as you here, you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. So, man, it's it's just, ah. Yeah, to put it, to put it, yeah, for me to put one on here, it's. It um, it's a couple things, right? Like, one, I know we keep talking about the Dave Parker situation, um, but and that's where I'm gonna kind of wrap it up at. But every time, like I, like I just said before, Demar Hamlin represents every single DP that didn't survive. That's the crazy thing about mm-hmm. this. It's almost it doesn't wipe the slate clean, but it for the it does give you like. Hope though, I know that sound because what you end up dealing with in situations like this when you're so closely associated with it, and you really, really are like fucked up over it. The, it could have been me type situation. Is there's not a thing that I've done in life of significance where I didn't either think about the Dave Parker situation or something reminded me of it. I remember, I think I've talked about it before, I was going to college, and I'm all nervous and shit driving. If you drive to Erie right now, you will see it. It's still the same sign as up there. I'm driving, and I'm getting closer. I'm, like, getting ready to leave the Ohio border. And, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm really about to go to college, and I'm all nervous. Nigga, I look up to my right, and that motherfucking mile marker said 33 miles to Erie. Mm. I said, God damn. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was so many times in my life I've done something, getting to a certain point in my life, achieving something. And I remember thinking like, "But damn, it's people, it's people that didn't do it." And, and the person I, one of the people I would think yeah. about would be Dave. I, like literally having kids, it's having like, a damn, family, somebody didn't even get to get to that yeah, point of doing man. it. And it's, it's just the weirdest thing. And you almost feel like LeBron had that show, that Survivor's Remorse. You really do feel. You don't feel like heavy remorse, but it's it's like it's always a thought in the back of your mind. Like, damn, man. Like he never got a chance to experience this, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Damn, it's just crazy, mm-hmm. man. Some crazy shit. But one but, thing Demar Hamlin does do is, you know, and this is maybe more of a, a particular thing to people like us who've experienced this shit. It does give you hope that like these things don't have to always be finite. Like where's I mean, uh, it, um, like there's other, there's other. Uh, outcomes to shit like this because monday night in my brain it was over and all them niggas had experienced the dp situation you go to you go to espn like i said that's that was my first thing yeah. and, and seeing the way they were looking 
I thought he was already gone. Yeah, by the way, yeah, they, and, yeah, and they were yeah. and they were just being forced to fill the time because they were going to have to announce. And they was bullshitting us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's so, that. All right, yeah, man. All right, let's 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 let's, get, let's to, get to some fun shit real quick. Yeah, can we talk about something that has hit Ohio like crack in the fucking 1980s? Okay, the snowfall effect. That fucking live mm, sports betting. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> live sports betting is some of the most fun shit. It's almost dangerously fun. In it's sense. dangerously fun. It's dang- All right. So let's so so for the people that don't know that may listen out outside of the state, um, we like like Dave's um, like shit, like Dev said. Um, mm-hmm. Starting January first, on on January first, we finally got sports betting here in, here in Ohio. It took us a long time to get a couple of casinos in the state uh-huh. of Ohio because the state fought it so much. You gotta understand that this is a Republican state, mm-hmm. and Republicans, a lot of them are very devout Christians and stuff mm-hmm. like that. <clears throat> so, gambling is obviously the biggest sin in the world. You know, mm-hmm. let alone they fucking boys and other <laughs> stuff or whatever. But anyway, we'll talk about the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, another yeah. show for another time. So that's another sin. So it took us a long time to get casinos here. And to get casinos here, we got one in Cleveland, I think one in Columbus, and one in Cincinnati, right? That's all three of them, mm-hmm. I think, in the state. Mm-hmm. Now we got little small pockets and stuff like the racinos and things like that where you can do like like more so like slots and you know mm-hmm. little things like that but like actual casinos yeah where you're gonna put a hundred dollars on black yeah you know what i'm saying uh so you know other than that we was going to west virginia indiana pennsylvania mm-hmm. michigan mm-hmm. we had to go everywhere around us but anyway mm-hmm. so it hit hard because i look i i, I signed up with DraftKings. Mm-hmm. i know i could still probably sign up with somebody else and get more free bets i need I'm, to find I, out I'm where i can get the free bets at I, I did my see. I was new to it. I had never done it before. But I got mine off DraftKings. I didn't know you. I ended up doing mine. Okay, but I ended up fucking all mines up. Yeah. So <laughs> DraftKings came. Draft, most all most all these sites were giving away like a, at least a hundred to two hundred dollars in free bets. Mm-hmm. DraftKings gave two hundred dollars. So they, I have eight different twenty five dollar bets yeah. I can use. Uh, and actually, I hit on six to the eight. So oh. yeah, I hit on six to the eight. Uh, but. Um, I agree with you. It's hit like crap because everybody's talking about it, and uh, I put it in my phone because I was going to ask you about it because mm-hmm. uh, I know I know you're doing. It. I don't know if Playboy didn't got into it yet or not, um, mm-hmm. but um, are because I've people I've been hearing it. Is 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 has is Leah at home saying anything? Because I've been hearing a lot about the wives and the girlfriends when the guys are talking about we it. They having, keep, they we, keep looking at them like, all right now. Oh no, we've been having fun because she knows. One thing Leah does knows I'm not like a reckless motherfucker. So I, I, I took like uh-huh. 50 and put it in the, into, um, I think I might have did like 75 total on, on BetMGM. And then um, I had some money on one of the other ones, Barstool Sports. And then um, I got all the free bets on, um, on DraftKings. On DraftKings. And what I do on DraftKings, like I keep, I, I keep winning and then I keep rebetting. So I'm trying to like I'm trying to maximize my bread. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I've I've probably won I've won a decent amount. You know what I'm saying? It's just I've fun, won more man. than I've lost. Yeah, me too. I know that much. I've won more than I lost. Uh I mean I came up a couple times. I mean, even on Monday night when, you know, Donovan had the seventy one, I put money on the Cavs in the third quarter to come back and win. They did. And I mm-hmm. put money on them to come back and win on their next game after that too when they were down. So that was either mm-hmm. Wednesday or Thursday night. Okay. Wednesday night. Uh, so I've done that a couple of times and pulled that off. Um, but it's just, 
I'm just doing small amounts. You know, mm-hmm. most most of mine have been the free bet money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I took I put fifty in on Monday just because they were giving away a basically a a, a freebie with the Cincinnati mm-hmm. Bengals and scoring, which I won that. Um, so I, I I haven't thrown any money out there. I can't afford to be throwing money away. Like Carlisha hasn't been like, all right, don't do it. But yeah, she she decided on me a couple of times just to be like, all right, you show. But I mean, I, but again, I'm not. It's been mainly the free bets. But I've been hearing a lot of guys talking about the fact that. Their wives are looking at them funny, and and I get it because nah, the one thing I ha- the one thing I have learned with doing this is that it's as in a sense it could be as addicting as like when you did when you first started getting into fantasy football and mm-hmm. found out it was fun. But this is just like when I, when you go to the casino, if you've ever gone to a casino and you hit, you do get that rush. Oh, listen! In the fourth quarter of a two point game where you got the underdog, nigga. <laughs> How was we up here on Tuesday night when we had threw that little bit of money and watched call it to pull that on game the Kings. out? And then, and then Lori Markin and throw that that bullshit, bullshit ass three, that and that bitch went in. Almost fucked up money up, man. <laughs> Almost fucked up the church's money, you know what I'm saying? And they waved it off, man. Oh, that shit was so fun, though, man. Yeah, but so it makes it a little bit more fun. To watch but it's that. also so disappointing when you all I needed LeBron to do last night was to get me twelve fucking rebounds, and I would have won four hundred dollars. He has seven at the half, and you just like, all right, nigga, ended with eight rebounds. And I, I didn't bet till halftime. Uh huh. And so the other day, I bet before the game, I bet for LeBron to get uh, eight rebounds. And I, so the the lines, if you don't know anything, it's always in a half. So like uh-huh. it was um, seven and a half for LeBron, and then the line was nine and a half for Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. So I bet for Jared Allen to get over, so him to get ten rebounds, and for LeBron to get eight. Mm-hmm. Fucking LeBron has seven. And Jerry Allen had nine. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does Vegas know that? Yeah, Vegas, they don't build. I keep saying, I told Carlisha earlier, damn. they don't have these big ass buildings, these nice ass hotels in Vegas for nothing. How do they, they but how do they, they know, know that? They just fucking know. I'm like, how did you know that Jerry Allen was going to be right there at was eight? Was going to be right at nine and wasn't going to get one more extra rebound? Bruh, they know. They win. Vegas wins. They win way more. The house yeah. always wins. They win way much. I, I put money on a on a crazy little. I, I I spent my last two free bets on um like crazy parlays. Like one was on a Friday night with Brian. I think I think that was when they played the Hawks. Mm-hmm. That he would get um forty, mm-hmm. and then uh, Russ would have ten assists. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, they playing the Hawks. Brian been on a tear. It's a chance. It's a, it's, a, it's a free bet. Throw it out yeah. there. It was twenty five. It was like plus. Like eight hundred, so it would have paid out like four hundred or something like that. <laughs> Fuck it, throw it. It ain't even my money. Yeah. It's y'all money. Throw it out there. I look at the score at halftime. They already up by like twenty plus points. Oh I, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like, over. oh, so Brian ain't even playing. Now, <laughs> yeah. He he gonna cruise in the third quarter and go sit his ass down. So now I know he ain't getting forty. I, I was, <laughs> I was the worst, man. I was pissed, and I was and I was telling Cornelius the day too. Like it's the funny part too. It's like the reason I really don't want to do. Um, like spreads is because mm-hmm. too much crazy stuff sometimes happen with the spreads. Because no, I'm not fucking with the spreads. Because it's like you could be like, all Even right, though I won the other night. I won the spread, but you could be like, all right, Cavs four and a half favorite, so mm-hmm. they got to win by five at least. And the Cavs could be up five. Time about to run out. You like, all right, I'm about to get it. And somebody hit it. And somebody do some bullshit yeah. ass just throw it up at the buzzer and they go in and yeah. it fucks up the money. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing uh, so point spread. I did no. somebody. So I, I just, I just do the money line. If the if the point spread in like a basketball game is above ten. Then I'll I might consider it, 
Mm. I'll never do it in football because football players got too much testosterone. Them niggas play to the last Most one. Most NFL games are close. And Closer they go, than people think. And niggas going to be trying to score a touchdown to that shit hit triple digits. Mm. Basketball, usually nowadays, if it's under 40 seconds and I'm the team with the lead, I'm going to probably dribble it out mm-hmm. till the 16 seconds on the clock. Then as a courtesy, the other team's going to get the ball and dribble the rest of the time out. Every Usually, now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then, Zion try to come down to a windmill. Every now and then. <laughs> but for the most part. Yeah. But it, got, it, it really does. It really does turn the Sacramento Kings. Into what? This Indiana, is why I'm watching. I don't even know who the fuck they was playing. Oh, uh, Utah Jazz game into the most important game you've ever. I yeah. got a three-game parlay going on right now. The Pacers did beat the Hornets. You deeper in it than me right now. But the Jazz about to lose. No, I got the Grizzlies over the Jazz. They they about to win. And the fucking Timberwolves down four at half to the Rockets. Come on now. Come yeah. on, Timberwolves. Don't lose to the Rockets. Yeah. It just, it just makes it interesting or whatever. But, I mean, it's I, I think it's a fad. Like I said, it's hitting like crack. But mm-hmm. I think once football season ends, and then, I mean, people, people are still getting to it for basketball. Once basketball for is me, over. it's going to be worse. I'm just saying, but once basketball is over and people ain't really got nothing to watch but baseball, I'm a baseball fan. I, I, I'm, but the people that's betting now, unless you kind of a, a one a real big sports fan that you still really into the baseball like that, or you're a degenerate gambler. Like most that's people, most people are gonna chill out because yeah. it, it's, it's gonna it's gonna die down for a quick second after the Super Bowl, a little bit more because football is gone. Yeah, March Madness, it'll go it's back right through back the roof, to the yeah, and then so. after that's over, maybe for the rest of the NBA season, playoffs is different because you got less mm-hmm. games. I think it'll kind of die down a little bit. Once football season come back up, it'll be back through the window. But like for people like me and probably you as well, these people who really do appreciate sports and understand multiple sports, baseball season is going to be a problem. You think so? The over-unders for like the Indians on a three-game losing streak, they can't hit for shit. And the and the Indians under four runs. Yeah, I'm betting the uh, you know what I'm saying like and then, but you have you know you had that baseball game where somebody scored twelve runs out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Every sport, the one thing I'm starting to realize is every sport has their little idiosyncrasies about mm-hmm. specific to betting on that sport that makes that sport unique. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think I would ever bet for somebody to get a hit in baseball. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I would bet for somebody to score points in foot in basketball. I would never bet. So for you ain't gonna. To get so you hit. ain't gonna bet that Jose gonna get two hits on the no, game. No, I'm not gonna bet. If I would, I would bet the Jose. Only people I would bet for hits are the Mookie bets, Jose Ramirez, Jose Altuve style players. I'm not betting Miles Straw to do shit ever. Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not betting nah. them baseball players. But nah. for those people who really, really, really love sports, this is really fun. I'm like, I've never That's been able fun. to make money off of my perceived knowledge of sports. Yeah, it, it makes it fun. But the other part of that is, too, is that like no matter how much we got the knowledge of it, a part of it still is that, like, like we said, Vegas knows. Mm-hmm. And they win probably eight times out of ten. I mean, we're talking about staying at a pretty nice hotel out there in um, in Vegas when we go for the bachelor party, and they got a pretty nice sports book out there in yes, that, in, that in the Cosmopolitan Hotel out there, and it's only that nice because because they probably win eight times out of ten, if not nine times out of ten. Well, I'm gonna try to win. I'm gonna try to win today. Get my little ninety dollars up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm dumb in mine. You know, so that's that's it for me for today. So we'll see. All right, we got one more thing we can do before we get out here. Yeah. Uh, just last last thing, real quick. So Brittany Renner mm-hmm. was on the interview. You, see, you said the lady's name. What's her name? 
uh, uh, Pearl is her name. Uh, Pearl Davis, I think I saw. Online. I don't know if her last, but she just on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. People know it's Pearl Red Pill Girl. Yeah. Okay. So I've never seen her show, but Brittany Rayner is the chick that was, you know, she's she was, from Amer- real quick. Pearl is from America. She's stationed, or not stationed, but she like lives in, um, in England. Okay. And so most of her guests are like British, but British women be having the same issues. <laughs> That's American women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how was Brittany Rayner on her show? Because she probably came back, either flew back here or Brittany Renner was over there. Who knows? I don't okay. know how she got her over there. Okay. But anyway, so Brittany Renner sat down on the show. Brittany Renner is one of those people that was an IG famous person. She wasn't mm-hmm. known Thought. for any. Basically, she wasn't known for anything. Um, then she, she, she was IG model, I guess, is what you, if that's what they call them. Influencer model, whatever. Uh, She's a thought. But, you know, she she was she basically slept around. She admittedly mm-hmm. slept around with a lot of people. She uh, wanted to be in a relationship with um, what is it, PJ, mm-hmm. PJ Washington? Up. Yeah, PJ Washington. Uh, had a baby with him, and then um, they split. You know, obviously, it's a lot of talk around about how they split. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that she did it purposely. She targeted him because he was younger and whatever. She mm-hmm. got the baby. And I don't think he make enough money for her to be like, you know, this is what I want to do. But he hey, make enough. He make, make, make you know more, what I'm saying? Like, more than what enough. she was making though. But yeah. I mean, whatever. He don't make a lot, but he'll make enough because um, he had to pay you two hundred thousand dollars. She also wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Who uh, did she did the Corinne Stephens route? But I don't. She obviously didn't oh, she do it. Did. She wrote a book, a tell-all book about who she. If I remember correctly, she wrote a tell-all book about who she hooked up with. Now, it wasn't. It, Corinne was a different level. Corinne Stephens was 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 video Vincent and celebs of the stars of the stars, celebs of the celebs. I don't think mm-hmm. Britney. I think Britney took that tried to take that same route to say to get some money. And then think about it. We can say what we want about Corinne Stephens. Uh, uh, where did where did they get her ultimately? Because uh, you be about to make me say something. I'm just saying, where did they get her ultimately? The single greatest video I had ever seen up to that point. You know what I'm talking it's, about? It's two parts to that video. <laughs> <laughs> That's the long she time ago. She trying to get tap out. This, and, listen, and, we got to talk about that one of these weeks. It's two parts to that video. Them, them, that's, that, that is part of... The beginning of the internet as we know it. If you Style think videos. about it, Those, that was at the beginning. That was the one of the first virals we use. Like oh, for for that, yeah, 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 definitely, probably, and it's probably other stuff that we just ain't even, yeah. especially in white people's porn mm-hmm. area that that we don't know about. But for black people porn, that was that, that was probably was, the, yeah. Yeah, I remember and I used then, to work at Enterprise and my yeah. old boss Dale Chernega. He wanted to look. He, he like I'm like I got it on my computer. If you want. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, so Brittany, I, I think she tried to take that same route. But mm-hmm. she, so she was on the show and she talked about the fact that she's not proud of her uh, her sexual past and uh, you know how she didn't respect herself and she didn't value that. Yeah, that was her book cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't she didn't value herself and the men that she slept with. That's why she, I think I think they said the host asked her why she doesn't think any of her relationships worked previously, and she was talking about that. It's because she didn't love herself, so I mean, mm. obviously that's why. Obviously that's why men didn't do that or whatever. And it's just like, um, and a lot of people were saying that people didn't have sympathy for. Her. She's not a real like person by a lot mm-hmm. of people, mm-hmm. but a lot of people didn't have sympathy for her because they're like, look, you sat here and was a person that glorified this life. Mm-hmm. You wrote a book about it. When people would call you on it, you you had everything to say about them or whatever, and they're like, well, you should give some of that money, but she's never going to do. Like, no. you should give some of that money back or whatever. But it's like it's. Is it something to be said that she really did kind of create this life and this brand around what she's doing and live this place where she was kind of telling young girls to be like, hey, go do this and be this person and be out here and go do this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden just be like, OK, well, I, I was wrong for yeah, doing you that. Don't, you don't get. The, or, or do you give her the grace of being like, OK, well, she's older. 
I, so this, I think there is a grace in getting older and understanding more. You should mm-hmm. still have to pay your penance for the shit you did mm-hmm. when you was younger. But the the irony to all this is, I don't know why we ever listen to people under the age of thirty. True. About life, relationship stuff. Yeah, because it starts to materialize after that, and you only understand these things with experience, literally with experience. You you have to experience love, loss, all that shit the to even know. Yeah, to go with, yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. experience that. If you ain't never experienced that, shut the fuck up talking. To but me. see, that's why I don't begrudge her for living her life the way she lived her life in the sense if that's what you wanted to yeah. do. The same one when we talked about Lori Harvey last week. I'm begrudge you for being a young person that that you just want to date guys. Dudes do it all the time. I don't I don't begrudge you, but don't double back, Brittany, when you're 35 looking for sympathy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, I know we can't quote R. Kelly ever, but on that one song when uh when the when the girl was 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 he was arguing with her at the end of the song. Go fuck one of your little funky ass friends. Yeah. You're probably doing that shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no, don't, don't. No, 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 no. Don't come way. back now talking about how now you may or may not want to be uh, married and, and, a, and a wife. No, 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 Lori. Get your fucking thing signed. Mm-hmm. Because the fact of the matter is, I mean, we can get into this. We ain't got to get into it right now because it opens up a whole can of worms. The, the reason life is not always about tit for tat, and I think with experience you start to understand that there's certain shit your woman can get away with that you can't, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. The other day, Donovan Mitchell scored the seventy one, and he, they, they spilled, pour all the water on him. Mm-hmm. He was about to take his shirt off on the court, and Leah trying to Leah being all thirsty. Yeah, take you go ahead, take your shirt off. I can't do that if I'm watching women. So can't can't do it. <laughs> so ladies, <laughs> I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think what's the female basketball player you just be like. Uh, oh, oh, you about to oh, go ahead, take yeah, it off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it got you all wet. Yeah. <laughs> Liz Cambage, you know what I'm talking about. It got you all wet. Go ahead and take it off. Take no. that shit off. But yeah. uh, like the reason why guys can kind of live their life like that and then decide to make that decision in their 30s is because as you get into that age, niggas with sense and a little bit of little bit of bread and 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 no real craziness going on in their life are very hard to find. They then become the rare shit that mm-hmm. everyone else is competing for. So ladies, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you can't you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be as successful doing that because there's a lot of single women with good jobs and some money and not a whole lot of kids. It's not a whole bunch of niggas like that. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of the matter. But anyway. But I also want to say, too, I don't put Brittany Renner in the same category as Lori Harvey because we don't know what Lori does. That's true. Lori, and that's why I'm not mad at her for her, for her NDA. We don't know what she does. Britney was proud to be out there yeah, showing right. who she was with and who she was fucking and hopping on on, on IG lives and everything's or whatever. Oh, she was proud and she wrote the book saying what she did. Mm-hmm. So I I don't I don't I wouldn't I put you. them in the same thing or yeah. whatever. But at least at least Lori looked like she's at least trying to have a real relationship. Mm-hmm. But still, all right, all right. Well, we can head out of here. We'll be, out of here, we'll be back um, next Sunday with the brand new show. 
Yeah, I, we, I, might, we might have a, oh, I don't know if we have a guest that Sunday or a couple from after. I got to mm-hmm. talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the uh, the release party that's coming up? Or? Yeah, shout out to uh, yeah, the homie Cat. That's what I'm talking about. Cat uh, Daniil, her, uh, her um, project, Great Area, that we've been working on for about a year and a half. She's getting ready to come out February 17th. Um, she has a birthday bash as well as I'm gonna put this stuff up here on our on our thing. Um it's a birthday bash album release party. Um February seventeenth. Seven o'clock meet and greet. Eight eight o'clock showtime at Indigo Lux on uh Mayfield Road, South mm-hmm. Euclid. Um like I said, a project is called Great Area. We've been working on this for a minute. I do have to get up there and do a poem that night. So she told me the other day I do have to fucking perform. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not really. I just want to make music and sit in the background. So, uh, but other than that, I'll be up there um, just chilling. Um, hopefully, every, a lot of people can come out and support um, local artists that probably eventually won't just be a local artist, but come out and support. Uh, you know. This journey with the homie cat. So February seventeenth at uh, Indigo Lux. Okay, the great area release party. So we'll have her on the show hopefully within the next yeah. few weeks. Uh, you got to get dressed. You got to dress up too. Dress your ass up. Okay, that's come. what she doing. Mm-hmm. All right, and then um, um, so we'll keep y'all update on everything else, guests or whatever. I know it's somebody else I'm working on. I got to reach back out to him and see uh, uh, when he'll be free, um, because. This person I want to have on I me, mean, he, he he setting up a whole goddamn center in Chile to manufacture mm. their product. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. But um, uh, so we'll 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 keep everybody posted, man. So we'll catch y'all next Sunday. Um, I guess give them all your shits, Dev. Yeah, it's Big Dev, man. I'm trying to spread love in the world full of hate. Love y'all. If you don't let me back, it's cool. My mama do. Like what pops always say, do what needs to be done, what needs to be done, whether you like it or not. It's the real big deal. 216 everywhere, man. Everywhere, man. Uh, DMST16 at yahoo.com. I have not checked the email. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to sign I to check it for, 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 um, for Mixler, but that was it. Yeah, I got to check it to see if anything. I almost missed the one interview thing with the magazine, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, need to, I need to check that. Um, DMST one sits at yahoo.com questions, comments, concern, feedback, all of that stuff. Reach out to us um and directly on our um Instagram, directly on our Twitter. Um uh, if you want to just, you know, say what's up to us or uh, have us address something on the show. If you like if you want to hear us talk about a particular topic, um just reach on out. We'll be back next Sunday. We'll see y'all then. So it may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I'm DJ Brainstorm for you and all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. Hey, hey, shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, man. Shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, man. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.